Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. And in this show, of course, we do a lot of, of lifestyle, culture, arts as well, because frankly, um, if Johnny only works, he's a dull boy or Jane. And so we like to talk about life beyond that. And, and it's very interesting that in the past week or so, someone who's part of, uh, you know, we don't do a whole lot of obituary type uh, stories on this program. And when we do, it's usually business uh, people uh, directly. But uh, we, we had a person that was part of an iconic cultural phenomenon called Friends. Uh, pass away in the last week, and uh, really delighted to have on the program Lily Lukeborough. She is with the Washington Post. Any long-term listener of the show knows that we've done a weekly series with reporters from the Washington Post now going on two years. I, I love these segments. I love the Washington Post, which for many of my listeners uh, kind of chagrin when I say that because they know I'm right of center, and I think it's fair to say that the Post is left of center, but the reality is, is that uh, they work with real facts, which a lot of media don't do today. Yes, there may be an opinion there, but I'm a grown-up. I can navigate that. Second of all is the uh, fact that uh, it is really one of three publications in this country today that uh, has the type of thorough depth and breadth of coverage that's virtually impossible to find elsewhere, um, being a true newspaper of record. And so I'm a fan of The Post, have been for years, and love talking to reporters like Lily. Lily, welcome to the program. Uh, you have a really fun beat, I would think, for The Post. Thank you. Yeah, I sure do. I get to be the TV critic. It's a it's a joy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I'm a TV critic too, but I don't have really a platform that anyone would go to in that area to listen to me. <laughs> so you've got, a, you've got a great platform, and your writing is phenomenal. I'm glad that you're uh, with us today. So it's interesting to see, uh, you know, um, Matthew Perry's passing. Um, he was my favorite of the friends, to be honest with you, uh, when I watched the show. And I think there's a lot of people who said that. Uh, he was a good foil for the other ones and um, kind of ridiculous in a subdued sort of way. His humor is phenomenal. And, uh, you know, when he passed away, uh, I, the thing that came to me, my mind, was that this is just horrible and yet not at all surprising. That's the first thing that came to my mind. And sure enough, I read in one of the articles there at the Post, in fact, that uh, he said a very similar thing of how he thought he would be remembered. Yeah, yeah, he did. You know, it, it's, it was a very sad thing to read his memoir on, you know, on the on receiving the news of his death because it is so filled with his, his concerns over what his legacy will be and, and his, you know, his very fervent wish that actually friends would show up, as he said, way down on the list, you know, of things that people would remember about him. He had a lot that he wanted to do, but he had also suffered quite a bit and, you know, been hospitalized for five months at one point as a result of his various struggles with addiction. Yes, and, and un numerous, what, 15 uh, trips to rehab? Um, I mean, it, it, it's really what he went through is incredible. His final year or so, uh, not seen very often, but it, when he was seen, a really a, a shadow of his former, former self. Um, you know, and, and I, I read that he had made great progress in getting away from addiction or acting out of addiction, um, but it's hard to tell really from the way he looks, you know, or maybe the damage had been done. I'm hearing initial reports are indicating that they're not showing signs of uh, any overdose. 
uh, per se yet. That's that's what you're showing. You know how these autopsy reports unfold. They they can be interesting in how how information comes out. But I just find that I just find the whole thing entirely sad. It's very sad. I mean, you know, I, it's um, it's very interesting. I think as a viewer of Friends, right, which I think a lot of us were when that show was airing, to to look back and and hear him talk about how sick he was. You know, at various points, uh, performing scenes that are, of course, hilarious, and you know, do the the really fun thing that Chandler Bing does, which is to course sort of function as like a chorus commenting on the events of the series, even as he's, you know, being funny and, and a little bit insecure himself. But, um, but Perry, you know, in interviews recently, like as, as recently as 2022, reflecting on that time, um, uh, is very explicit, you know, about, you know, he was taking 55 pills a day at one point while he was shooting friends, you know, and so that of course will take an enormous toll on your body, regardless, I think of whether or not at the moment of his death, you know, he was on something, I don't know. But um, but I think he's very clear, too, from the beginning of the book that he should have died, you know, when he had that, when his colon burst from opioid abuse and he was subsequently put on an ECMO machine for a while. So, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. It's a very sad yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the stuff we know. You know, there's probably a lot we have yet to know, even though he seemed to have incredible candor about his situation, uh, uh, very transparent. Uh, he really believed that his story was important to share, to share with others. He did. Like, he really, I think he understood his mission now <laughs> as as helping people. I think he really wanted to pivot towards trying to put all of this to the service of something good. And I think he he believed that real candor about how bad it had been how sick he had been, the lows that he hit, et cetera, um, would be helpful to people struggling with similar addictions. Yeah. Yeah. Talk a little bit about his book, uh, Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing. What a great name uh, yeah. you know, for, for a book, by the way. I like, I like that title. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting book. Um, I think he had some writerly aspirations. He wrote it himself, and... Um, it, uh, it it covers, you know, his struggles with addiction are certainly the main theme, but it's also about kind of larger, you know, larger themes like, like regret, um, like the relationships that he feels that he sabotaged in ways that were very congruent with the way that his character, Chandler being on Friends, um, sabotaged a lot of relationships. He's very candid about that also and about the ways in which his character Chandler borrowed from his own proclivities, you know, his own insecurities, his own traumas from childhood, um, his own uh, fear of abandonment stemming from the fact that his parents separated when he was very little and, you know, he was abandoned by his dad. And, and he opens the book remembering flying to visit the dad who abandoned him when he was five years old and the absolute panic that he felt flying alone up in the air as an unaccompanied minor. Um, and it's clear that he believes that anxiety to have kind of been a, a fundamental feature that the addictions were sometimes trying to address and soothe. Um, so it's a very, it's an interesting read. It contains a lot of, you know, self-reflection and introspection and also a lot of stuff, you know, that's kind of fun to read about the shooting of friends or, you know, the, the whole nine yards with Bruce Willis, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And he had a very interesting career beyond Friends. It's obviously overshadowed by Friends, and that's pretty much been the legacy of all of the uh, Friends actors. That's right. I mean, I have been really fascinated by the legacy of the Friends actors and the way that a lot of their subsequent work kind of comments on, <laughs> I think, 
the friends period for them. Uh, it's 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 a very interesting set of career choices that I think they all made. But but for 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 Perry particularly, yeah, I mean, you know, he he got some not Emmy nominations for his work on The West Wing, which is really nice to hear. Where he was playing a Republican operative, um, and for his role as Ron Clark in the the Ron Clark story, and he had two shows, one of which he wrote himself. You know that he. Um, was very proud to have done Mr. Sunshine, um, which he did with Alice and Danny. And he had a script that he had recently finished. You know, I think it's, it's, it's very tragic because he did have so many hopes and so many plans, both creatively for his own career and also this larger hope, you know, that his struggle would help other people, which it still can, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no doubt about it. It'll, it'll be helpful in that objective to learn more about the cause you know, there's a very high probability that he didn't do anything uh, recently that led to it and that uh, his this body suffered so much trauma over the years and it finally caught up with him. Yes. I mean, I mean, he'd had, I think, 14 surgeries um, and had been on a colostomy bag for many months um, that, that he'd, I think, gotten off of. But, I mean, his yes, he he was in very poor health. Yeah. Yeah. For a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's interesting back again on the characters and how they never can get friends behind them, really, is what the sense feels. Uh, really, with the exception of uh, Jennifer Aniston and her uh, role in um, The Morning Show, uh, it's amazing how all of the primary actors are their friend character in whatever they do. I think, particularly Matt LeBlanc, whatever he's done, like episodes, is a lot like. <laughs> a lot like Joey. Uh, it, it seems to be a, a credible shadow cast over them. And of course, they make, they make uh, I think I was reading somewhere around a couple hundred million dollars a year or something like that, you know, from re- reruns and that type of thing. So, you know, I guess you're crying all the way to the bank, but I, I'm sure they all wanted legacies beyond that. Well, yeah, I mean, I think I'm sure they did. And I, I would I would argue, I would push back a little and say that Lisa Kudrow, for example, I think her show, The Comeback, is one of the most fascinating kind of like underrated shows <laughs> that uh, that has appeared on television. It's like one of the, it's a fascinating kind of meditation on reality TV and the strange, fragile, maybe mild sociopathy behind the scenes of that. Um that I think is incredibly intelligent commentary. And I'm actually also a huge fan of her show web therapy, which is a kind of half improvised show in which she plays a true sociopath. She plays a kind of like opportunistic therapist who only gives people five minute sessions. (laughs) And she is spectacularly weird and, and fearsome in a very unphoebe like way. Um, So that, that was, that was fun for me to see. And I, yeah, you mentioned episodes. I think episodes is, is, just a real interesting, you know, post-mortem <laughs> friend. Yeah, episodes is almost like, what did what did Joey do after Friends? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, it, it was very, very much like that. And I think you're right. I'm not a huge Kudrow fan, so that probably played a role. I haven't seen a lot of her post-Friends work, so I think you're – but I have seen some of that uh, comeback. And, uh, yes, it does resonate differently, and it did show more range than uh, – than expected. But it's interesting to see the shadow that was cast. We're running out of time. In fact, we're a little over. I always end up doing that with Reporter from the Post because <laughs> I have a lot of fun. We will have a link to uh, Lily's articles over there at the Post, particularly her most recent one on the passing of uh, Matthew Perry. Final thoughts still from you as we wrap it up. 
Uh, I, you know, I think that he was a comedy genius and that he came to define a certain kind of Gen X type for a lot of people. He changed the way a lot of the country talked for a period of time. <laughs> and uh, I think that, you know, he's much lamented and I wish that he could have given us more. But um, thank you so much for having me. Well, we really appreciate our time, and uh, hopefully I'll get you back on again because you were a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed it. I'm Kevin Price. This is The Price of Business. Make sure you check out WashingtonPost.com. I'm a huge fan, and, of course, we'll have links to her articles over at PriceofBusiness.com. Stay tuned for more after this.